course, I am joined here with a group of uh, handicappers every day, and uh, generally it's myself, Mitch, and uh, we have uh, Ron Romanelli with us uh, on Saturdays, Brian Bittler every day, Chris Ruflo every day, and Rod Zawacki every day. I did not see Rod in the green room, so not sure if he's coming or not, but uh, the show will go on, I promise, in that regard. But uh, anyways, um, let's see if Rod is here yet. Nope, I still don't see him. But anyways, we'll, if he comes, he comes. If he doesn't, well, we'll just make up picks for him. Anyways, let me bring in the gang because we got a ton of ground to cover. I don't want to take up too much time. Good morning, everyone. Oh, got, you, got you muted. Sound better that way. Anyways, we've got just a giant card of uh, college basketball. Um, NBA has a full schedule today. And the NHL, well, kind of a muted schedule with uh, a lot of cancellations. Um, I don't know what the deal is. Maybe Ruflo will add some insight when he gets to his segment there. Got a lot of line movement here um, this morning. College basketball, just an odd thing, you know, because, you know, you see lines, um, you know, last night, you know, when they first come out and the lines do come out fairly early um, in college basketball and you see lines come out and you see kind of some odd line movement going one way. And, you know, you look at this Virginia tech Miami game and, you know, this line opened at four and a half. It dropped down to four. It looked like it was going three and a half. And here we are at five and a half, you know, two hours before the game starts and a lot of pressure to the upside here. This thing could go six or seven. Um, you know, for good reason. I mean, Miami just absolutely just, I mean, I, I'm diehard Kane. You know, I bleed orange and green, but they are absolute um, hot diggity dog poop this year. But anyways, Brian, we've got an er- a good early uh, bunch of early games here. We've got uh, that Miami-Virginia Tech game, of course. Boston College, NC State. Butler against DePaul. Uh, UConn against Seton Hall. You know, I was I almost gave out a premium in this one. I like UConn a lot in that game. Um, it's just I think there are other places to be. There's a lot of good games out there. Um, same thing with Missouri against Alabama. I liked Mizzou there. I think I'm going to regret not giving that as a premium. Um, Iowa State against Oklahoma. Just like I said, great opening, uh, great opener today. It's kind of like you know the Grateful Dead concert, and they open with you know. Just the big one, you know, right out, the, right out of the bat. It's like going to a Stones concert, they open with satisfaction. You know, that's what's basically today is. Just got a huge opener. What do you think, uh, Brian, of these uh, opening 12 o'clock slot? Well, I agree with you, the opening slot. I, I mean, I have two premiums in the opening slot. So the 12 o'clock games are, to, to me, the cream of the crop. Uh, uh, as far as the free picks go, uh very close to premium play. I loved uh, Ball State Cardinals at home getting nine points. Love it. I think. Uh, With you. Are we going right into the picks? Or are we going to the NBA first? No, no. Oh, we're oh, we're going college first. But oh, all right. It's yeah, just I where I started. Screw anything up. Uh, Ball State plus the points. So Toledo, I think, is right up there with Drake as far as uh, against the spread. I think they're sixteen and four on the season. I just think this uh, line, the lines makers inflated this just a little bit. Padded Ball State. I see it as a five-point game. I'm going to take the Cardinals and then uh, slight lean to uh, UConn at home. I think they bounce back and uh, beat Seton Hall here, but I like Ball State much better. How about this crazy line movement, you know, where we're just seeing, like, you know, violent line moves from the night before. And, and it, I mean, just so much unpredictability here. It's like, it, it's it's crazy, you know. It's like, I I can't remember a season that's like this. You know, where where we just see, you know, two and a half points, you know. It's like sharp movement one way and sharp movement. (laughs) It's like craziness, man. It is. I I don't I just can't remember a a season with line movement like this. Ron, what do you see? Yeah, I I agree with Ball State. I think I gave out Toledo in my free pick article. But now that I'm looking at it, Ball State, uh, Toledo's been fantastic, but Ball State has a good team. They just really struggled lately, but I think they can put uh, put it together today and maybe pull out the up, outright upset. Um, but I'll take the points, the, the chunk of points uh, with Ball State. And I, I lean Butler. I don't love this one, but, you know, Butler has just been hit or miss lately. I mean, this season, and 
DePaul's been basically missed this season. I think at home, I liked it a lot better when it opened at three and a half, but now it's up to six and a half. Uh, I still I still lean uh, Butler's way, so I'll lay the points with the Bulldogs. I'm on the other side of that one. I like DePaul. I think Butler stinks, man. I, I wouldn't put <laughs> one penny of my hard-earned money on them. I forgot to mention Butler. I like Butler uh, very much also. I like yeah. Ron. Ron's pick Butler. I'm on DePaul. Chris? No, for me, <clears throat> excuse me, I like... Uh, I'm going to be on the other side of that Toledo game. I really like Toledo a lot. I know it's probably filet fish with how well Toledo's been playing this year, but I mean, ball. It's like I'm last. looking for something to throw at the screen, and it's like all I got is a light bulb. <laughs> like, that's not a good idea. <laughs> they lost, lost four straight, giving up 70, almost 80 points a game in that span. You know, they got beat by Buffalo and uh, Akron by average of 27 points per game the last two games, and Toledo scoring the highest amount of points in the conference this year. They put up at least 80 in all but one of their games. Uh, I, I just really like the way Toledo's been playing, so I'm leading to, Toledo in that one. And uh, I like the under 152 in uh, Alabama, Missouri. I think this is a game that's played in the, the low 70s. Get to maybe 140, 145, but I think 152 is just a, just a tick too high. So I'll take the under in that one. Awesome. Uh, I like... Uh... I like UConn. I like Ball State. I like NC State against Boston College here as well. I think uh, Boston College, another team, straight, straight, straight hot diggity dog poop um, on that one as well. Um, that's cool. I see the guy trolling there. It's like you know it, what we want to do is what I'm going what we're gonna do is we're gonna allow that troll and any other trolls that like to put the URL of your show on there, and then we'll we'll, we'll all take a look and 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 then we'll we'll be the judge. We'll let the public be the judge of that. You know. Um, but anyways, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's not worth wasting my time on. I think a lot of the comments, I think, well, a lot of the comments are, uh, are, uh, are, are, I think the idea is right, but basically you're whining, you know, it's like, well, Mitch is, Mitch just gives too much attention to the trolls it's like well what are you doing you know so i i think i think i think i'm not gonna sit here and 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 let somebody lie you know but at the same time uh you know we're not gonna give them any credit either i think what we're gonna do is we're gonna allow the trolls to uh, post the url of their youtube channel and we'll all go over there and critique and you know all of us so zach have at it anyways man that's what I like in that time slot. I also have two premiums in that time slot as well. I would have get, I had Mizzou on my list. I'll tell you, every cross-off game that I had last night, they all hit. They were 4-0. All of my cross-offs. So Mizzou was a cross-off on my list. I would jump on that. <laughs> Fordham against LaSalle. We've got uh, Charleston against Towson. I really like Towson in that one. Uh, Boston U against Colgate. Citadel, Western Carolina. I normally I should be glossing over these smaller games. SLU against uh, Bonnie's. You got uh, Memphis against ECU. West Virginia against Kansas. The rematch. Um, Johnny's against uh, Ed Cooley's bunch. And we've got uh, Clemson, Cuse, and Buffalo, Miami, Ohio. Brian. Boy, so many good games. Oh, it's just this is just the day, you know, for college. Oh, uh, I agree with you, Towson. I love Towson plus the points. I, I could easily see him winning outright uh, in that one. I'm going to continue riding Austin Pay. I love the Governors. I'm going to take the points in that one against Moorhead State, a college I wouldn't mind attending. And um, the la- what was the last one on there? Oh, St. Johnny. I like the Johnny Cakes today. Uh, take them on the money line. I just think they're. I like Providence Friars, but I just think the Johnny Cakes outperform them today and get the win. So, St. John's for me. How about you, Ron? Yeah, uh, really loaded lineup right here. And I like Western Carolina over the Citadel. I think that the cream rises to the top in the SoCon. And I like Western Carolina laying the point. I like Memphis laying the 12.5. I think this is the letdown spot for each Carolina. Memphis already beat them by a ton the first time they met, and I don't see any signs of that not being the case again today. Um, I also like Syracuse getting the points against Clemson. I just think that this Syracuse team is a good matchup for Clemson. 
more of a low-scoring defensive team in Clemson. And Syracuse, if they can make their outside shots, which they've struggled to do, but I think that they still have the shooters to be able to uh, take down a Clemson team that sometimes just struggles to put the basket in, uh, the wall in the basket. So I'll take Syracuse plus the points. Wouldn't be surprised to see them win it outright. Uh, Syracuse has done pretty well against Clemson in recent history. I 100% agree with that one. Yeah. Um, And I like the over 143.5 in the Western Michigan-Central Michigan game. Just two teams that don't really worry too much about the defensive side of things, and I think this could be a a shootout type of basketball game. So I'll take the over in that one. Chris, any picks? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go with – I hate being on the other side of Brian so much, but I'm going to be on Moorhead State. This has just been one of my money teams this season all, all year long. And I mean, 14 and 4 against the spread, they're on a ten, nice 10 game winning streak. And Austin P uh, might be feeling themselves a little bit after, uh, you know, hanging with, with Belmont and, you know, and, uh, pulling out the win last time out against Eastern Kentucky. I mean, they covered in four straight, but I think, uh, I think Moorhead State's just going to get the job done here. Um, I like uh, Loyola Chicago playing the 19 and a half against Edmund. Or sorry, Evansville. Just they, the Ramblers have done so well on defense this year, and they've locked up teams that are better than what Evansville brings to the table. So, take the Ramblers there. Twenty. And, uh, I'm going to take twenty. Yeah, I had tw- 19 and a half. And uh, three touchdowns. Gonna, they've done. They've done more. They've done. <laughs> they've given worse beatings against uh, against better teams. So. Okay, I just got. I just got. I just got asked. You know, no, that's, that's why I'm. Not. That's why I'm here. <laughs> Keeping it on they, point. <laughs> just got asked. And um, I'm going to take the four and a half points in that Western Michigan Central Michigan game. I just think this is directional rivalry. I think these teams are going to battle. I think it's going to be a two point game at best. So give me uh, give me the points in that one. Yeah, the home team in those directional rivalries normally puts the hammer down. Um, in that one, but who the hell knows? I don't love that game. That's for sure. Um, I do like um, I do like Ed Cooley and Providence against St. John's, um, and I have a few premiums in, at this time slot as well. I also like uh, West Carolina against Citadel. I think there's some problems there for the Dell. The Citadel. And Towns and Towson, like I said before. I like the Tigers. A lot of action today. I got a I still have a bunch of NBA videos that I shot. I haven't even loaded them yet. Um that's how busy things are. Um we've got uh I like Syracuse a ton. Money line. Wisconsin, Illinois, Oklahoma State, Texas. That one looks that could that that's one that you probably want to well, I don't know. I don't know what I can't I can't can't get anything going. Illinois State, uh versus Missouri State. I don't know why I'm saying that one. South Carolina, Mississippi State, Pitt, Virginia, Auburn, Ole Miss, Oregon, Washington, Texas Tech, Kansas State. We'll go through the four o'clock games here, Brian. Yeah, again, a lot of quality there. I, I could, I see a lot of games that I would uh, be jumping on. Uh, to name a few, I like Illinois minus the points against Wisconsin. I'm sorry to say, I think the Badgers are pretty much uh, toast here in this game. I like Texas on the road laying the points against Oklahoma State, and uh, finish it out with Air Force uh, getting a ton of points against UNLV. I just I know Air Force is terrible, but that's a lot of points for the Rebels to lay. Uh, so I'm going to take Air Force Falcons. Yeah, Air Force is just so bad on the road traditionally. You know, Vives kind of finding their three-point shot. At least that's, a, you know, last time I saw them. Which was, who were they playing? Utah State? When they were, is that who they just played recently? Was it Utah State? San Jose State. San, what's San, yeah, San Jose State beat them by 13. No, but then, um, then the next night, didn't they come back and shoot the lights out on them? No, they. they I think played. they lost both games to San Jose State. Did they? Yeah. Those, those bastards. Which is pretty tough to do. Well, that's how good they are. It could happen. Yeah. It could happen. Yeah, Utah State is who they played recently. I'm talking about UNLV. They oh, play, UNLV. Yeah, they they beat Utah State 59-56. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah they, they were they were bombing them with threes, and then. Um, 
They lost to Utah State. Then they got swept by Nevada, who I don't know how the hell they beat Boise last night. I don't know how. The, I was like, they were never winning that whole game until the final shot. Craziness. That is uh, why they play the games. That's why people quit betting when it comes to college basketball. Um, where are we here, Chris? Uh, right here. Oh, Ron Romanelli. Yep. Uh, I, I agree with Brian. I like Illinois. I think this is a bad spot for Wisconsin. This is a, a spot where I think Illinois uh, flexes its muscles and wins a nice home game, big-time game. Uh, I also like Texas laying the points as well. I think this is a bounce back after the loss to Baylor. Uh, Oklahoma State's a good team. It's going to be a close game for a while, but I think Texas pulls away in the end. Um, you don't think this is a showcase for Cade Cunningham, like where after last game where he just really basically single-handedly lost the game for his team? Um, yeah, I He's talented. I think I think he's going to have a nice game, but I still think Texas as a whole is going to be able to do. I mean, it's not a one-man show in Oklahoma State. They do have some pieces around them, but um, I think when it comes down to it, Texas's team as a whole is going to be able to take them down defensively. Uh, I just don't see Oklahoma State in, in a close, type tight game. I just don't see Texas, uh, Oklahoma State fighting it down, especially this is two losses back-to-back for Texas and three out of the last four. I think this is a spot they need to win. Um, but I also like Pittsburgh getting a ton of points against Virginia. Um, Virginia, this is a special Virginia team. Are we but at I that game? Too many points. What time is that game? That's a four o'clock. Oh, game. all right. I didn't. I didn't announce it, but yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I just think it's too many points. I like Virginia, but Pittsburgh's not too shabby, and I think that's just double digits is too much for me, uh, even on the road. So I'll take the points with Pittsburgh. Chris. Yeah, this is a really good time slot as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I like I, I'm I'm on Illinois as well. I just think this is a spot where Illinois <clears throat> gets a big win, and I just don't think um, I don't think Wisconsin has the size inside to match up with uh, Kobe Coburn. So, and, and both teams shoot the ball really well. So I think that inside edge is going to be the difference for Illinois here. Um, Let's see here. I like I like uh, the under one thirty one and a half in that UNLV Air Force game. I just I mean, these are two teams that are going to have issues scoring, but I just think UNLV is going to get the job done. I just don't see it being a, a high scoring game, so I'll take the under in that one. And uh, I like Bradley laying the seven and a half at home against uh, Southern Illinois. I think Bradley needs to really start start turning things around. And at home, this is a decent spot against the Southern Illinois team. It hasn't been playing their best ball lately either. So uh, I'll lean the uh, lean the points with Bradley in that one. I'm with you guys. I like Pittsburgh too against uh, Virginia. I kind of like um, I kind of like Ole Miss against Auburn a little bit. I originally liked Auburn, but I think I'm going to switch. I think in the video I said Auburn. I'm going to go Ole Miss. Same thing with Pitt. Um, I like Washington against Oregon. It's just too many points. We haven't seen much from Oregon. Texas Tech, I like in a beatdown against Kansas State. Um, I just I don't see how Kansas State hangs with them. Uh, some of these other ones, maybe Idaho. Northern Kentucky was a cross-off for me last night that ended up winning as well. The long list. I like Oklahoma State in that Texas game. Um, I, I think that they at least cover, if not win outright. They played so sloppy. Um, I think TCU just has their number. You know, they beat them twice this year, and, and they've played well against the good teams. You know, they beat Texas Tech at Texas Tech. I think they can beat Texas, too. And Illinois, same thing, cross-off on my list. So the cross-offs have been 100% straight money. So uh, I crossed off Illinois, um, so I would be betting them pretty big. Yeah, I crossed them off, too. Yeah, so, yeah, my cross-offs are, like, I'm probably hitting 85% on my cross. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> that's, that's a major road resume game right there. They need to win it by 10. Honestly. Who's that? Texas Longhorns. That's a resume builder right there. They need the, this road win. I just think what Ron said as a team, Texas is just so much They're better than Oklahoma State. They looked so bad against run. Oklahoma. Brown, I mean, he just looked lost out there. And I think when you see him on the same court as Cade Cunningham, you're going to see the difference in the talent level because when Cade Cunningham gets out there against the better players and the better teams, that's when you see the difference as to just how much better he is than everybody else. 
And it, it's, it's a crazy thing to see. And we've seen it a few times so far this season where it's like you see him on the court with other really good players. And it's like this guy is clearly the best player on the court. And, you know, why he's going number one in the NBA draft, you know, and why the college basketball player of the year award doesn't make any sense, right? It's like if it doesn't go to the best player, it just goes, I don't understand what it goes to. It goes to, you know, the best Big Ten player that, you know, isn't going to play in the NBA. I mean, that's basically who it goes to. I mean, you think if LeBron played in, in college hoops that he would have won the uh, the player of the year award? <laughs> doubt it. <laughs> Seriously doubt it. You know, who's won the player of the year award? Some of the past winners. Frank Kaminsky, I know, is one of them. Well, it's not an NBA award. It's the college basketball. Best yeah, player. but I don't think, I don't think that, I don't think they, that Luca Garza is the, uh, is the, um, is the best player in the country. I think they gave him the award before the season started. And I just don't think that it's even remotely an indication that he's the best player. So here they are. Last year was Obi Toppin. I'm with it. Zion Williamson the year before that. Brunson the year before that. Frank Mason, Buddy Heald, Frank Comiskey, Doug McDermott, Trey Burke. Anthony Davis. So you got some good ones in there. Jimmer Fredette. I mean, he was he was lights out that year. Evan Turner, Blake Griffin, Tyler Hansbrough, Kevin Durant was okay. Um, you know, <laughs> JJ Redick, Andrew Bogut, Jameer Nelson. So yeah, you have legitimate guys in there. But why do you throw in the Frank Comiskeys and, uh, and 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 Luca Garza's in that discussion? You know, I think you get bonus points for staying in college longer. So who would you rather have, Anthony Davis or, or Luca Garza? Or, you know, who would you rather have besides Luca Garza? You know, like, there's, there's, there's 10 players better than him. I think both the guys on Illinois are better than him. Right? I mean, both of, both of them are. I know the Iowa fans are going to hate on me now. <laughs> I digress. We get back to the action for the day. We have a lot of ground to cover, even with Zawacki not here. We got Purdue and Northwestern. Got uh, Oakland and Cleveland State. That's the one that I ended up putting in when I crossed off UAB versus <laughs> whoever they were playing. Um, the UTEP, and along with those other ones that I crossed off, I end up putting Oakland in against Cleveland State to get housed, you know, at home. Um, Creighton against Marquette. South Alabama, another one I crossed off yesterday against Coastal. I mean, it just was ridiculous. Middle Tennessee, I even said it on the show that I liked them, right? Someone said I gave out the under, but actually I gave out Middle Tennessee on this on this show. I said I couldn't get there with Charlotte, and I did not give out the under. I gave out Middle Tennessee. Um, we keep moving along. Oregon State against Washington State. Duke, North Carolina. Georgia, Vandy. Tulsa, UCF. Kind of like UCF there. Um, Wyoming, Colorado State, Nebraska, oh, Furman, Wofford. We'll stop there. Oh, my mind is spinning. Um, I have to circle back and, and, and uh, also take the Pitt Panthers plus the points. Uh, I missed that because it was a 4 o'clock time slot. I really like Marquette here. Well, I, I, Bur- so you, it's okay. you, could, you could tell us. It's okay. I like the Pitt Panthers. I agree with everybody. That's just way too many points against Virginia. I could see this being a four or five point game. Uh, And then, you know, I'm a glutton for punishment with Marquette. Uh, I I went against them in the last game, but this game I'm taking them against Creighton. It just looks like a really odd line because Creighton's so much better than Marquette. So I'm going to give Marquette a chance here. And then Duke against North Carolina. I just think North Carolina is a better team. You're getting points. So I'm going to fall for that sucker bet. Give me the Tar Heels there over Duke. For me, I'm going to take uh, the over in Incarnate Word, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. First game these two teams played this season was looked like it was going to soar over the total, but then there was six minutes of just no scoring. It was just bad shooting. Um, but I think 
you're getting a really good price at that 134. The first total was 145, so I think it's going to soar over the number today. I like the over in that one. Um, I like the under in the Jackson State, Alcorn State, two defensive teams in the SWAC, especially Jackson State. I lean their way as well to win the game, but I think the better plays on the under. Um, I, <clears throat> I like Abilene Christian laying the 13 against Lamar. My only worry about that one <clears throat> is that Abilene Christian's not that great on the road. They've actually struggled to uh, put away teams on the road, but Lamar is just one of those teams I think they can get the job done. So I'll lay the 13 with Abilene Christian. And that's about it for me in that one, though. Yeah, I am not a big Super Bowl person. I'm just not a big NFL person, you know, and that's probably has a lot to do with it. I've checked out on the NFL, like, as a fan a long time ago, you know, a long time ago. I just think that, you know, the – I think I think watching the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Seattle Seahawks in the Super Bowl was enough for me, you know. That was enough. And uh, – I think when you I think when you go to uh you know to those lengths to 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 get who you want then um you know why bother playing the game that's what I say and when you have games like that but um of course I know a lot of people are interested and you know it's kind of what we do but it's hard for me to get excited about the NFL that's for sure it's just um it's not the same game that I grew up with you know it's not and it's like the game I grew up with is like Tackling was legal. You were allowed to cover receivers. Um, this is fantasy football. This is the NFL is built for fantasy football for high scoring games. It's like this is what the NFL is. The games used to start at one o'clock Eastern time, and then the late game started at four o'clock Eastern time. It was never any problem. Okay. Then what they did is they took the halftime. They made it fifteen minutes instead of instead of they made it twelve minutes instead of fifteen minutes. Then they changed the clock. Okay, it used to be 30 seconds in between every play. The ball used to, every time that it was an incomplete pass or they went out of bounds, just like college, the clock used to stop. Now it's a continuous clock. They did all of this to stuff the game with commercials and stuff it and stuff it and stuff it again. And now they finally have said, we give up. We have so many commercials in there. We're going to move the late games to 425. 25 extra minutes of commercials because there's nothing else that fills that spot, right? Certainly not game. Because the game clock just keeps moving and moving and moving. They made this the rules so bad in the NFL that if one team has the ball in the last two minutes, I mean, beyond the two-minute warning, and the other team hasn't managed their timeouts correctly, the game is over. It's like you can't, you've eliminated the comeback. Now they've eliminated the onside kick. It's like, all right, you know, let's just, let's just decide the game with eight minutes left to go. You know, it's like, it's just one, you guys can just, I don't even understand what they're doing. It's like they're taking the competitive nature out of the game. This doesn't make any sense. And then they wonder, you know, in the NFL, the dumbasses of dumbasses, right? Why are the quarterbacks getting hurt? Why are the quarterbacks getting hurt? Because you've made the rules that you're not allowed to cover wide receivers. So what they do is they get these guys that are like my height, okay, that run like four two forties, okay? They cover these giant wide receivers in, in – Man cover guys. Jalen Ramsey's worth two number one picks. That's how good these guys are. That's how much they're worth. Darrell Revis, right? These are the guys, right, that of the last 10 years. You get these guys that can cover in man coverage, and since every play is a passing play now, everybody blitzes on everybody else blitzes. It's like playing in the schoolyard, you know? Everybody, it's man coverage on the wideouts and blitz. Or you get a linebacker that runs about a four four forty and runs a two and weighs about two hundred and sixty pounds. He covers the tight end if he's not blitzing your quarterback because everybody runs a four three four four forty now, even if they're three hundred pounds. I wonder why all the quarterbacks are getting hurt because the only way you can play pass defense is blitz on every freaking play. That is the only way you can defend the pass these days. And even that doesn't work, you know, in a lot of cases. Anyways, that's what the NFL is now. <clears throat> Certainly not the game that I, that I grew up watching. 14-10. This is Elijah Pitts for three. <laughs> you guys don't even know what I'm talking about. I just like the voice. Yes. Yeah. That's a, that, was, that was the announcer. <laughs> this is Elijah Pitts <clears throat> three for three yards. 
<laughs> and every play. Jim Taylor for two. Chris, now you know what it's like to be in the Zawacki seat. <laughs> mm. I thought this butt groove was a little too comfortable. Um, uh, for for this for this time slot, I like Troy laying the point at home against Georgia Southern. Uh, Georgia Southern's been the better team, but uh, you're giving me a pick'em spot against a team at, with a team at seven and zero at home, four and zero against the number, and seven and two against the number in their last ten against the Georgia Southern team that not even close to those numbers. I'll take Troy all day here. Um, I like the over 148 in the Iwapui uh, Wisconsin Green Bay game. These two teams are combining to allow over 152 points a game this year, and I don't see much defense being played on either side, so give me the over in that one. And uh, I like Tennessee Martin uh, getting three and a half at home against uh, Tennessee Tech. I'm not I'm I'm not laying three and a half points on the road with a team that's two got two wins out of 19 games and it's 0 and 13 straight up on the road this season. Um, I'll take my chances with uh, UT Martin and the points at home. And those are the three I like in this time slot. I like Colorado State. I like Michigan State to pound Nebraska. I like North Carolina against Duke. I gave that as my dog of the day. It's on the sports chat site. You didn't have time to see it. Those dog of the days have been super hot. I like Charlotte to bounce back against Middle Tennessee in this today. Little Rock to bounce back against Texas State. They, they screwed us. They just looked pretty stupid yesterday. Um, I don't know. This Creighton-Marquette, I couldn't get there with Creighton, and I can't get there with Marquette, so... Um, Creighton, Creighton is terrible at covering the number. Marquette is just terrible. This is the worst Marquette team we've seen in a while. A few years ago, uh, they took away the Marquette practice garb. You know, they couldn't wear the stuff that said Marquette on it and took made them practice outside and stuff like that. That wouldn't even help these guys. So bad. So bad. They've recreated the word brickopotamus. They stink. They stink. Stink. All right. We've got uh, Colorado, Arizona, Notre Dame, Georgia Tech, Kentucky, Tennessee, South Dakota, South Dakota State. I lost money on that game last night. South Dakota State. Rod's wacky like South Dakota on the show. Um, Utah State, Fresno State. UC Irvine, another cross-off from my list <laughs> against Cal State Bakersfield. How many games do you have today? 20? No, these were, these were yesterday's. Like, I had six games that I crossed off. They all won. <laughs> they all won. Every single one of them. And the game that I picked from them was Oakland. Rod said he doesn't have power. I know. He already, okay. he already posted it on the board. I must, I must be a late comer to the... Yeah, I posted <laughs> it up there. I said hello to everyone. And USC, UCLA... This guy's going out for pizza afterwards. <clears throat> Doubt it. Any of these, Brian? I'm gonna go for pizza. Yeah, I'm surprised it's not a square play, but I'm gonna take the Tennessee Volunteers lay the points. I, I don't see why it's only a three, three and a half line. I think Tennessee's gonna pound them. Kentucky's just lifeless, and uh, and I'm gonna go with UCLA plus the points at USC. I just think this is a big time rival game. It'll come down to the last bucket. I'll take the free points with the Bruins there in that spot. I'm, I'm going to take the under in the UMass-Rhode Island game. Trey Mitchell will not be available for Mass, uh, UMass, and I don't think Fats Russell is going to be available for Rhode Island. Uh, both these teams kind of struggle to score anyway, so uh, I'll take the under 143.5. I think it's going to be more of a defensive game. And I, I was surprised to see UT Rio Grande Valley uh, as an underdog against Texas Southern. I know Texas Southern's one of the better teams in the SWAC this season, but I'm just not sure why they're favored at all. So I'll take UT Rio Grande. I'd be a little concerned. I don't, I'm not sure why they're the dog, but I'll take them on the money line. Uh, they're just the better team. I just don't get it, so I'll take them. For this time, so I like... Uh... Western Illinois getting three points against Omaha. The Omaha team just can't win a game. Their lives depended on it right now. 0-3 against the number at home. 
one three straight up, two and fifteen on the year. Western Illinois not much better at four and twelve, but they're seven and three against the number on the road, and I think they could potentially win this one outright. So I'll take Western Illinois. Uh, I like the under one forty and a half in UIC Wright State. This one just this one hit one hundred nineteen yesterday. UIC couldn't get anything going against Wright State, and I don't think they can get much going here either. So I'll uh, take the under in, in that matchup, and uh, I like the five and a half that uh, Arizona's getting against Colorado. Colorado's been a big money team for us this year, but I just have a feeling that this is a two or a three point game. I think mean, you know Arizona's going to start getting up for some of these games, knowing that there's no postseason on the horizon. And Colorado just wants to get these wins at home as, as best as they can. So take uh, Arizona in the points there. And uh, I'm on I'm on Tennessee as well. I just, I just I'm tired of waiting for this Kentucky team to turn things around. And I think uh, Tennessee can ill afford another loss in, in conference play. So uh, I'll take I'll take Tennessee laying the points there. I don't love that game. That's for sure. I just think that um, we are waiting for Kentucky, and I think. Uh, man, maybe they show up and get at least a cover there, you know. I don't know if they win the game, but maybe they cover, you know. Um, I like uh, Colorado against Arizona. I don't love that game, that's for sure. I like Western Illinois as well. So... I like South Dakota State to bounce back against South Dakota. I don't think South Dakota can shoot like that again. I just don't. And I think Utah State just slaughters Fresno State. The Fresno State fans just get on my nerves, kind of like the Indiana fans. So I just got to root against them just for the hell of it since I really don't have much of a stake in that one. Go to the uh, NBA today. And we've got... A pretty big card. I'm still loading um, YouTube videos because a lot of lines didn't come out till late. Um, I didn't do all of them. I, I did a lot of them, but I didn't do all of them. We'll just go to the early part of the schedule here. The Knicks, Blazers, I did not do a video. Kings, Nuggets, Sixers, Nets, and Magic against the Bulls. Brian, any of those four? Mm. Uh, yeah, I like the New York Knicks plus the one and a half at home. Uh, this Knicks team has been up and down this year. I just think uh, with the Blazers and their uh, roster in the way it's set, I like the Knicks at home. And the Kings have been a money train for me, Sacramento Kings. There's no reason why they can't win this game outright. Uh, they've seen on an upward trend. I know the Nuggets are playing good basketball, but I think they're still going to be smarting after that beatdown they took in the last game. I'm going to take the Kings. <clears throat> yeah, I like the Knicks. Uh, looks like Damian Lillard is probably going to play. He's probable for this one. But the Knicks, they just play well at home. They, I think that they uh, have the better team. You know, obviously the Blazers are still without Nurchic and uh, C.J. McCollum. I think the Knicks uh, can take this one. And uh, I'll take them on the money line for the extra value. And that's what I like in this slot. Chris? I take the Nuggets here. You and Bittler both did the, you know, I just, you have, you own a pickup truck and I asked you to help me come over and move a dresser. Look, both you did on this, on those four games. It was no, kind of like. I, I, I started talking and I realized I muted my mic because I was having a coughing fit. So, <laughs> um, I like Denver here laying the three and a half uh, against the Kings. I think this is just what we're starting to see Denver start to turn it on here. A little bit, and I I really like the way that they're playing. I just think Sacramento's in for a long one here, so I'll take Denver laying the points, and I like the uh, over in the Chicago Bulls Orlando Magic game. I think we get to well over two thirty here, so I'll take the over in that game. I'll tell you what the look was for is because I was trying to figure out in my head which one I was adding as a premium play in the NBA, and I uh, and I had to do some quick calculations in my brain, and then it just came to me, and so. That's what happened. Yeah, I might be adding some as well. So I'm kind of going through the same motions here. Um, I don't know. I kind of like the Bulls here to bounce back against the Magic. They played terrible yesterday. I think that Kings-Nugget game is just a really tough one. That's one of the tougher games on the whole board because both those teams are playing playing decently. Nuggets haven't been as hot recently, but the Kings, so streaky, right? It's like the win three, lose five. 
win five, lose three. It's like they don't just win one, lose, you know, win one, lose one. It's like they don't do that. Yeah. Jamal Murray's questionable for that one. It's, well, he's been questionable all season, his play. I'll tell you that much. Rockets against the Spurs. Got that uh, two-and-a-half-point line move, so there might be a story that goes with that. Got uh, the Cavaliers against the Bucks. I did not do a video on that game. OKC against Minnesota. Thunder Buddies for life. And uh, Hawks-Raptors. Ryan? Huh. The play I'm going to give out as my premium uh, play I'm going to add as my premium play is the play I'm going to give you guys right here. The 76ers laying the points against the Nets uh, just looks like they're begging you to take the Brooklyn Nets here. I think this is a statement win for the Sixers, who I think is the best team in the Eastern Conference. Going to end up playing the Clippers in the finals. So in this game, take the Sixers, lay the points. I think it's the best bet of the day in the NBA. You don't think that the line movement is because Kevin Durant is out? Oh yeah, but even if Durant was in, I'd still be riding the Sixers. And I would like uh, the I would like it better. I think if Durant was playing and it was two and yeah. a half or three and a half, though that's it's almost like why isn't it five and a half on a back to back? I don't. Got it's, two, you know, it's kind of two out well, of three. Studs. It's the way my picks have gone. I'm just second guessing myself. Ron. Yeah, I'm gonna lean with the Sixers as well. I just don't like the way I did not like the way the Nets looked last night, and now they're without Durant. I don't think Harden is playing at 100% right now. I just, I, I just think the Sixers are the better team right now, and that the, Brooklyn definitely needs a, a wake up. I don't think this is going to be it, so I'll take the Sixers and lay the points. Chris. I, I like the Cleveland Cavaliers getting the ten and a half. I think uh, you know, Milwaukee got him yesterday. I think Cleveland can just sneak in that number here. You know, so I'll take Cleveland plus the points. Um, I like the Spurs on the road against Houston, getting the point. Uh, six and three against the number on the road this season. I know Houston's been playing pretty decently despite uh, trading away James Harden. I think that, that was actually a better trade for the team, but uh, I still think San Antonio gets the job done here. And uh, I like the over 222.5 in the Toronto Raptors-Atlanta Hawks matchup. I know Atlanta's playing better defense, and Toronto can be sporadic offensively, but I just think these are two teams combined for... I think this one gets up to the 230-235 range, so give me the over in that one. I think you got in that one, you got two teams going in opposite directions. I think the Raptors are uh, moving up in the world, and I think the Hawks are kind of falling apart. Um, I'm a little worried about that Rockets-Spurs game. Any chance uh, to bet against Minnesota with the Thunder Buddies? Why not? Even though they're just two and eight at home this season, um, Cavs and Bucks. Like I said, I didn't even do a video on that one. I just the lines came out late, and then Saturday morning's always a fire drill, and I just did as many as I could. I'm still posting a few um, that I haven't got to, but um, I don't know. The Cavs let me down in a big way <laughs> last night, so it's like it's hard for me to get back on them. But it's still I don't. I, I, the Bucks are just, I mean, they're squarer than Bittler's picks. So it's like, it's just tough to <laughs> tough to go with them. Hey, I had the Cavaliers yesterday. Um, <laughs> the, only, I, the only game I won yesterday was the Raptors. It's like, I, I love the way, I mean, Brian and I, at least the, the one thing that we what we have in common, we're, we're always Roy's proud with our big dog losers. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I'd, it's like, and I say it all the time. It's like, I'd rather lose going down swinging than, than playing not to lose. You know, it's like, I see those people, you know, Playing, you know, the big wheel at the casino, the worst bet in the house, right? I see those people, you know, sitting there put playing the one and the five, you know, on that. It's like I put twenty bucks each on the two on the two forties. I hit it, it's eight hundred bucks. I either win or I lose. One spin, I'm done. Just and you know, I've hit it a ton of times too. I've lost a ton of times too. Every time I walk by, I throw twenty on each. <laughs> not every time but a lot of times i i've gotten on rolls where i've hit it a bunch and i've gotten on rolls where it's like i haven't hit it in a year you know? which i think um well it's been a year since i've been to vegas um it's crazy right it's nuts i've been it's like Anne said she was going to vegas for march madness it's like man i guess on the mainland 
it's a little different, you know, like the travel and stuff. For me, it, it's like I can't imagine traveling to Vegas right now still. Yeah, couldn't do it. Anyways, Dallas Golden State, Warrior, uh, Pelicans, Grizzlies, and Pistons, Lakers. I'm posting that video right now. Brian? Well, just as a, an, because I'm an action junkie, and I hate, I love fading the Lakers. I'm going to take the Detroit Pistons here. This is just a ton of points, and I can't p- pass up a good opportunity to fade the public. So give me the Pistons plus the points. I think they keep it relatively competitive. Now. Speak, speaking of the Lakers, I'm going to tell Chris right now while we got him. Um, Tony T mentions Trevor Bauer and Ninos on any of those drive through shows. You just, you just turn the show <laughs> off. Okay, we're just going to turn the whole freaking show off. Okay, we're gonna just gonna take we're gonna take the YouTube channel and just take it right down. That's what's okay. gonna happen. <laughs> it's because I don't even want to hear about it. Yeah, we got power. It's like let's take the squarest play and make it squarer. It's like power is a stud, though. You're gonna run at, rush out and go bet that minus four fifty. <laughs> so the Dodgers are gonna be minus two hundred. Four hundred fifty. Four hundred minus three hundred at least. You're gonna see four hundreds, like like we I'll saw in Cole. I'll take the Padres at plus money. You're gonna see three eighties and four hundreds, like we saw in on Cole this season. Is what you're gonna see on the Dodgers. I like the Padres better. At least in the Padres, there might be some value on some games, but I think after what we saw last year, the U.S. The one thing with that the spread of sports betting across the U.S. has really hurt is those baseball lines. We see wider spreads on those games, right? A lot wider lines than we used to see. And also a lot less, a lot lower paying run lines. Chris is like watching Bugs Bunny or something. It's like, you are not a Labrador retriever. You got a Labrador? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Waskly wabbit. <laughs> it's like... 50% spits, 50% pointer, there it is, there it is, 50% boxer, 50% setter, Irish setter, but mostly, I'm all Labrador retriever, <laughs> my favorite one, <laughs> I I play it often still, <laughs> I love it, but mostly, I'm all Labrador it's like, that same one, it's like, this is a Doberman pincher. This is Doberman. <laughs> you got, have you ever seen that one? It's the Looney Tunes dog show. You got to find it. It's got to be on YouTube. It's, got, it's, it's the classic of classics. This is Doberman. This is Doberman pincher. This is Doberman. <laughs> Are we going over our wares today? Oh, yeah. What are you selling? I got, I got my carpet bag with me today. What are you selling? <laughs> I got my Big Ten Game of the Month five-pack. That's the highlight of the five-pack is my Big Ten Game of the Month. You got your Saturday Executioner's Circle, your Saturday Golden Ticket, and your President's Choice Play. Five plays, 50 bucks, all college basketball at PickDogs.com. Premium picks. How about you, Ron? What are you selling? Did you do your last NBAs? I think I cut everybody off there. Yeah, oh, I no. Yeah, uh, for the last NBAs, I've got the Pistons as well. It's a small lean. I just like fading the Lakers at home, and you're getting 14 points. I'll take it. Um, as far as what I've got, I've got three college hoops and two NBA and a five-pack. Chris? Yeah, and for me, i got uh, all college hoops today. i got a three-pack for the, uh, the 12 o'clock time slot, three-pack uh, three for the 2 o'clock, and uh, three for the 4 o'clock games and onward where you can get it all – Part of my Saturday full court press. The three packs are all twenty nine ninety five. The uh, nine pack, the full court press forty nine ninety five over at uh, Pick Dog Sports Chat Plays Premium. How many total you got today, Chris? Nine. Nine. I have uh, Mitch's all day ice melter 
<laughs> Saturday. It's we're gonna melt the ice, man. We're gonna get we're gonna turn this around to a hot streak. I'm telling you, I'm we not too new, off. We got some new names going on here between me, you, and all the guys. Well, I got it. I need. I was. It was. I was going with the defrost. I was gonna go with the defroster. Um, it, it, it's, it, if it doesn't go today, I'll go with the defroster, but I'm going to do whatever it takes. I don't give a shit. I'm going to kick this thing down, man. I've, you know, I, I've had cold streaks before, but this one just, this has gotten out of hand. And it's like, especially because I start get second guessing myself. That's the worst part. So I start second guessing myself and I left all those winners on the table yesterday, you know, and I went with the safer plays, you know, which is stupid. Today we break out of it. Yeah, today's the day. <laughs> it's bad when you go to write down Ron's Wednesday. Well, I will tell you. Special. I will. I, I'll tell you guys when we when we when we st- when we started doing baseball last year. Baseball was so chalky last year, right? It was so chalky, and I had probably my worst baseball season I ever had. You know, probably my worst one I ever had. And I came out of that baseball season, and I ended up being plus overall money for the year. Even despite a, a hideous baseball season, so I mean, I it's only you know February sixth. It's like yeah, I'm in a, I'm in the hole, but I I've gotten out of worse than this before, you know, no problem. So I mean, it's just gonna take a little work. It's not gonna happen in a day, you know. I just got some wood to chop. It just takes a good heater, and of course, no one hits the NCAA tournament like like I do. So I'm all good for that. College the, the the conference tournaments and the NCAA tournament, man, I have historically torn it up. So um plan on doing it again this year. Brian, you on Drake today? Just checking. No, I love um Valparizo, Valpo, plus okay. the points on Faden Drake today. <laughs> but that's no news story. I had Drake one time this year, and it was their last game where they covered. So. <laughs> it's when he was listening to him in his car. <laughs> now I'm back off of him because the people should be back. People were off of Drake that because they didn't lose that. They, yeah, because they didn't cover that one game. And I think they're back on today against Valpo. Butler's up to six and a half now against DePaul. Um, Seton Hall is now favored by a point and a half over UConn. Uh, Virginia Tech Miami is now six. And... Um, Still seeing threes on Bama um, against Mizzou. There's some two and a halves out there, and there's threes. It's kind of both sides of the fence on that thing. So uh, the early action is normally where we see the big line moves. You know, when we're doing the show, those are kind of those are kind of them right now. Heavy hope, heavy hokey action for sure. I think a part of that might be because Chris Likes was questionable to play, but now he's doubtful. For Miami, yeah, he's he's yeah. not playing. Yeah, so I think that might have you know it went down a little bit because they said the coach Larinaga said that he might dress but definitely won't start, and now it's looking like he's not even going to dress. So Miami most likely would be without him, as they have been all season. Yeah, the better, nothing not all there. season, but the better part of the season. Yeah, and he's 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 their him and Timberlake are their two best, their two guys, and they both have not played, you know? So it's like when Timberlake was in, they were kind of covering spreads. They beat Duke and, you know, we've learned a great coach. I mean, he's, he's probably the most underrated coaches out there. And I'm not just saying that cause I'm a Miami guy and maybe I am, but you know, this is a guy that took George Mason to the final four. They busted up UConn in the elite eight. I mean, they busted them up and that was a UConn team. That was the number one overall seed and they busted them up. They went to the Final Four, George Mason with Jim Laranega. I mean, you get George. You get, that's what I always think. The coaches that that get like VCU, like Shaka, got VCU to the Final Four. Um, you know, Brad Stevens, Butler to the Final Four twice to the final twice. You know, twice Butler. You know, they lost to Duke on a rim banger. You know, they. I mean, that Gordon Hayward shot. It hit the. It hit the. You know, it was. It was in. It was in. Um, you know? I mean, that, to me, those are that's what makes college basketball what it is. You know? Why Jim Valvano is legendary, right? That NC State team against that Houston team. Drexler, Lodge one. <laughs> it's like, talk about stacked. Five slam a jamma. That team was amazing. Lodge one, maybe one of the best college players I've ever seen. Season. He's on the list. 
I've never seen a shot blocker like that. Patrick Ewing was kind of a shot blocker like that too, George Sandow. Anyways, get into the uh, my 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 least favorite thing in life. Well, not in life, just on this show. My least favorite part of the show. It's our NHL segment. We got it. Everyone's backwards today because Rod's not here, but uh, we'll fix it. Chris and Brian. Oh, it actually goes the other direction. It goes Brian, Chris, Ron. I just need to edit you. Rod, an easy edit to Ron. All right. Take her away, Chris. Don't mind if I do. We had a little bit of a modified schedule today. Had four cancellations, but they decided to throw in. Another afternoon game. So let's we'll start the afternoon time slots. We got Montreal, Ottawa at one o'clock, and uh, Arizona, St. Louis, and the fill-in game at three o'clock. Brian, either of those? No, oh, um, I kicked myself for not going in on Ottawa uh, in the first game of this matchup, and I just think that's way too much juice for the Canadians to lay uh, against Ottawa. So I'm going to go with us action junkie play on the Ottawa Senators here. Yeah. Ron. Yeah, I'm going to take Ottawa, but I'm going to be a little uh, bit of a coward. I'll take the plus one and a half. Uh, I do think it's going to be a tight game. I think the Senators could win it outright, but at worst, I see it being like an overtime, one goal game. So I'll take the uh, goal and a half there. Yeah, I'm probably going to go on the other side of you guys. I like Montreal here on the puck line. I just think uh, Ottawa, a blind squirrel is going to get a nut every once in a while. And I think that was that was Ottawa's chance. And I think Montreal responds in kind here. I think this is just the far better team, arguably the deepest team in the league, playing some of the best hockey in the league. And I think they get back to it here. So I'll take Montreal on the puck line. And I got two games at the seven o'clock time slot. We've got Vancouver at Toronto and uh, Pittsburgh and the Islanders. Ronnie, like either of those? Uh, like you did on New Year, uh, like you did the one day, I'm going to have to take a pass for this. For God's sake. Like... <laughs> You do something one time, and they never let you forget <laughs> it. Ron? Yeah, I'm going to have to pull a Chris here and uh, take a pass. <laughs> I don't see anything in that. Screw <laughs> you guys. I'm going to go here then. I'm going to take Toronto on the puck line. I, I, just, I have not seen anything from Vancouver that makes me want to jump on with them here. You know, Toronto, just a far better team. And when you have two Vancouver goalies with both of the goals against average around four against this loaded Toronto team, I think uh, I think still has another beat down written all over. I'm going to go Toronto on the puck line. And uh, Rod and I both like the Islanders in the video, and I'm going to stick with that here. I just think the Islanders, you know, better team than what we've seen than a, than a combined three and six record would indicate. And Pittsburgh won four and one on the road so far this season. And this, this is maybe we're starting to see the Pittsburgh Penguins start to fade into the sunset. So I'll take the Islanders in this one. And then the two 10 o'clock games for tonight close it out. Uh, Edmonton at Calgary, the Battle of Alberta. And uh, San Jose at Anaheim, right? Yeah, and this one, I think uh, the best play on the board are the Calgary Flames. I know they lost a few in a row. Edmonton's won three in a row, but two of those wins were against Ottawa. I think the Flames uh, start to play better hockey starting tonight, get a win over the Oilers, and then a slight lean to the Anaheim Ducks at home. They lost last night for me, but I'm right back on the day. I think they win two to one, three to one, somewhere in that range. Ron? Yeah, I like the Calgary Flames as well. I trust uh, Markstrom a lot more than I trust Miko Koskinen. And you got a home ice advantage. I'll take the Flames and uh, lay the minus 125 on the money line. Yeah, I think I'm going to stick with both the uh, both these games to go under. You know, the Edmonton-Calgary game, anybody who's watched any of the battles of Alberta know that these two teams don't like each other. It doesn't matter who's on the roster from year to year. This is just one of the most physical rivalries in the entire league you're going to see a ton of penalty minutes tonight if you like rough and, and hard-hitting hockey this is a game you're going to want to watch because it's going to be very 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 physical and uh san jose and anaheim i'm, I'm on the under here as well um you know anaheim just continues to have issues offensively and uh san jose they can take advantage of them but i don't see them scoring too many goals here either anaheim's been playing pretty pretty good defense so i'll take the uh, under five and a half in that one I wonder who the mayor of Calgary has in that Edmonton Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> Probably wouldn't even bet on his own team at this point. I was talking about Rod, the mayor of Calgary. Oh, no, I know. I'm saying he probably wouldn't bet on Calgary at this point. <laughs> uh, 
That's that. Those are the, those are the hockey games for today. Back on. All right. Brings <laughs> us to our our very popular parlay segment of the show. Um, Chris, why don't you yeah. lead us off? Lead us off. Okay. Uh, for college hoops, that's the only one I'm going to give out today. Actually, I'll do an NHL one as well. Uh, college hoops. I'm going to take uh, Loyola Chicago, uh, Moorhead State, and Illinois. And for the NHL, I'm going to take Toronto on the puck line, the Islanders, and the uh, San Jose Sharks and Anaheim Ducks to go under that number. Ron? Yep, got a three-teamer in college hoops. I'm going to take the Fighting Illini, laying, laying the four points. Western Carolina, laying the point at Citadel. And I'm going to take the over in the Incarnate Word and Texas A&M Corpus Christi game. Brian? I'm going to expand it a little bit and get a little ballsy. I'm going to, give out, I'm going to do a five-team parlay today for 50 bucks. I'm going to go Ball State plus the points, Towson plus the points, the Sixers minus the points, Calgary Flames money line, and the Pitt Panthers plus the points. Sweet. All right, I'm going to go with the uh, – I had it all planned out too. And everything. I'm going with Towson, West Carolina. And Towson, West Carolina, and Drexel. Towson, West Carolina, Drexel. All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. It was super fun. Um, We'll be back tomorrow for Super Bowl Sunday. I think I might do some prop videos. I don't know. Maybe if these guys are around, I'll hit them up to do some Super Bowl prop videos with me. Or maybe we'll just do a prop show if they're around later on yeah. or something. Yeah, I was planning on getting some props for tomorrow. Only when I bet the first touchdown score, but that ain't any different than any other game. We could do a prop show if you guys want <laughs> later on or something. If anyone's around. Yeah. What was that, Ruffalo? Was the, no, the, the, killing me with your enthusiasm over there. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm here. I'm <laughs> I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be too enthusiastic because the last time I was, you were like, "Bring cupcakes." Oh. Does that do it for you? I, I got cake pops. I'm not a cupcake person. You know, I'm not. I, I I'm think a cake pop person. I'd way. I'd way rather have a slice of cake than a cupcake. I don't know. Never found. I never saw the infatuation with the cupcake. <laughs> now that Miami Virginia Tech line is down to five. Maybe it's fine. Maybe it's fine. Nah. I just think all the... I'm not going to say it. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. All the squares (laughs) are all over Virginia Tech. No, all the people that watch games this season have seen just how bad Miami is. (laughs) Is basically it. I mean, no, no one is a bigger Miami fan than I am. Nobody. You're no. a fair weather Miami. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, uh, I actually am the in the non-fair weatherist of Miami fans as you could possibly be. I grew up in the '70s watching Miami when they were absolutely hideous, and nobody was ducking them on the schedule back then. The schedule was Oklahoma, Penn State, Notre Dame. It was Florida, Florida State. It was everybody. Every single year, and trust me on this, they went two and ten every year, and I was out there. It was hundred degrees. I grew up with it. Hardly a fair weather Miami fan. Well, it's pretty obvious. Me and you were button heads on this game. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Well, I just think I just think they're terrible. We should this keep season. track of. Uh, I, I think you're up on me as far as our completely opposed games this year. You're probably up on me by two or three wins. But I'm just I'm just saying, like, you know, Miami's terrible this season. They are terrible. It's like they've come up and played well in spots, and it has been at home, you know, mostly. But you also see when they play against a team that's motivated, they have been slaughtered. 
So I Duke mean, wasn't motivated. I mean, they Duke was not. Single. They for so, Miami always beats Duke every single year. They beat them every single year. Look at look you at think Duke. Duke would be as motivated as you. It's can kind of like the Dolphins and the Patriots. The Dolphins beat them every single year. It doesn't matter how good they are, how bad they are, or anything like that. They beat them every single year. And it's the same thing with Miami and Duke in basketball. It's the same thing. They beat them every single year. And North Carolina usually, too. They didn't beat them this year, but they did cover. But, you know, we saw other games like the Syracuse game. Oh, man. I mean, bludgeoned. The uh, Notre Dame game just bombed, you know. And it's like Boston College even did a number on them. It's like... <laughs> I, I I don't like the I don't I don't like this Canes team. You know, I don't like the way they look without Likes and Timberlake in there. And I think, you know, the fact that Likes might have played and is not playing is even gonna be worse for the attitude of this team. I don't know. That was already baked in. All right. Have a great day, everyone. We'll try and act more professional tomorrow. Um We'll argue about it tomorrow. You well, know, maybe we'll do that Super Bowl <laughs> prop show. What time are you guys around later? Five o'clock Eastern, maybe. What time is that? Twelve, maybe five o'clock Easternish. Should be yeah. something like that. We could try it. If not, we'll do it. I don't know. I don't know. We could try it. I think oh. I'm, I think I have a dinner date with my parents tonight. I'm nice. Not to eat. Mom <laughs> likes baby. <laughs> I didn't want to say it again. Everybody make fun of me on it, but I got. You're gonna you're gonna, your, gonna have your you're, you're gonna have your phone with you. The mom likes at the table. You're. My parents have to get to the restaurant at like 4.30. They're like the early birds on the Seinfelds. You know how they like, like get to the restaurant at 4 o'clock. Mom, could you pass the Parmesan cheese and smash the like button? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bobby, oh, drop the... dinner at like 4.15 tonight. Can you, can you leave a great show? Exclamation point comment. That's why you're there. <laughs> Those are the best. Great show. Great show. <laughs> all, of sudden, all of a sudden she's like, Who's this Iceman person? <laughs> the guy that sells hot diggity dog poop. <laughs> hot diggity dog poop. The guy hates our guts. Just hates my guts. Iceman has Virginia Tech money line today. Sure he does. Sure he does. <laughs> Lakers he, money line. He's not laying the points. He's taking the, the minus 160 or 170. <laughs> All right. Have a, great, money have a great day, everyone. We'll try and act more professional tomorrow.